The Midnight Snack Podcast would like to acknowledge the Darawal and Bidjigal people as the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today. We would like to pay respects to elders both past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people across this nation listening today. What up everyone, this is Lolly with an I, not a Y, get it right. This is Ru, aka the Culture Black Kid. And you're listening to the Midnight Snack Podcast. Let's go. Australia's Tastiest Podcast and your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. Here to bring you the latest, greatest and add to your playlist. We are here, another episode, episode 72. How are you doing today, Lolly? I'm doing real good. I'm a little bit hungry though. I'm not going to lie, just a little bit hungry. Mm. Hungry for what we got on this episode. What about you? Hundred. Ooh, that's a bar. I'm doing great. I am doing great. I'm keen to get into this episode and, you know, keen, keen to hear what you guys think about it. Yeah, but we haven't recorded it yet, so... <laughs> Well, let's see what's let's see what's going to happen. <laughs> so, before we get into our news slash topic for today, I want to talk about Twenty One Savage and Nas, who linked on a track after criticism that Twenty One called Nas irrelevant. So, they came out with a song called "One Mic One Gun," who was produced by Hit Boy, who has been collaborating with Nas for the past three-ish years on his King's Disease series, which all as well as a, another project called Magic, which all four of those those projects have been impeccable. Again, recently in a interview, it seemed like 21 said that Nas was irrelevant when he's talking about King's Disease 3, the latest album that Nas dropped, and his fan base. However, 21 also then came out and said, I meant no disrespect. I think I think I probably said it wrong or, you know, you guys took it out of context. It went on, people were like, you know, criticizing 21, but Nas came out, he shared some wisdom and positivity where he said, mm-hmm. only way we moving is with love, respect, and uni- unity, the foundational principles of hip hop. Excited to collaborate with my young brother and I hope more Artists use turbulent turbulent moments and turn them into a time to make new art. That's what it's about. And, you know, came out with this track with 21. Didn't didn't nice. decide to fuel any beef further or any, you know, dramatics further. Because I don't really think we can keep call it a beef. But, yeah, I love this. I absolutely love this. What do you think about 21 and Nas collaborating? Or Nas choosing to, I love wanting it. to collaborate with 21 after, you know, that situation. I love it. It shows peace and growth. It's something that we need in this in this scene. Nas can be known as Mr. Ether, but, you know, he's at this age where he can, you know, look back on his past beefs and either put his hand over his head or kind of laugh. He has a line in King's Disease 3 where he uh, talks about, you know, listening to Takeover by by Jay-Z and listening to his bars and texting him like, yo, the beef ain't over laughing with laughing emojis and stuff like that. So it's kind of like... You know, that he's at this point where he's like, you know, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Yeah, no, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that Nas is like an old man that can't be bothered for shit anymore. It's, I don't think it's that. If you if you I'm come joking. at Nas, <laughs> don't, 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 don't test Nas's pen. But I'm joking. I'm joking, man. Can you chill for a sec? I'm joking. Says the one raising her voice. But anyway, let us get into the next segment of this show. Our topic <laughs> right after this. All right, we are back. 
Let us get into yeah. it's a top. We're back, and um, you can hear my Arab family very heavily vacuuming and cleaning like they do when I wake up very early in the morning. So if you hear that, blame them. I told them, you know, I'm recording. Do they listen to me? No. They don't care about me. Just like no one in this team here cares about me. It's fine. Well, you know, we've got bigger fish to fry, like this topic about Spotify wrapped. So... For those who don't know what Spotify Wrapped is, if you are an Apple Music person or on Pandora, why? Or, you know, live under a rock, only use YouTube <laughs> for your music. That, that's weird. Spotify Wrapped is a... <laughs> Nothing wrong with using any of, the, any of the sources. Spotify Wrapped is a viral marketing campaign by Spotify. Released annually in early December since around 2016, the campaign... The campaign allows Spotify users to pretty much like view a compilation of data about their activity on the platform over the, the past year and encourages them to share the statistics and the data to social media. So, you know, today, that the day that we're recording this is the day that The Wrapped has come out. Actually, no, sorry. Yesterday, when we're recording this, is the yeah. day that The Wrapped came out. So a lot of people are posting, hey, this is, you know, all the music I was listening to this year. These are my playlists. This is my mm. playlist from this year. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. It's, 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 it's a really cool trend, the annual trend that happens. So Spotify Wrapped has historically included the five musicians that you have listened to the most often, the songs that you have listened to the most, also five, your mm-hmm. favorite music genre as in the genre that you've listened to the most as well as the amount of hours you've spent listening and some other additional data that might be specific to you only while spotify wrapped is commonly referred to as an annual collection of data only activity from january 1st to october 31st is counted for any given year so it's not like you start january 1 and it goes to december 31st and then you get your statistics it's Mm. only between that time period and then on the 1st of December, you get your wrapped, you get to see how many hours you listened to, you spent listening between that time period and so on and so on with the categories that I just mentioned. So yep. Spotify wrapped is shared widely on social media each year, as I've mentioned, has led millions of people to promote Spotify on their social media accounts. It's released in early December each year, generally accompanied by billboards and TV ads, has historically correlated with a boost to Spotify's app store ranking. The marketing campaign has been both praised and criticized for effectively providing Spotify with free advertising and has been discussed in connection with the broader questions about data and Spotify's use of it. Commentators have also seen the effects of Spotify wrapped on the industry and, you know, contrasted it with similar things from other streaming services. I know that Apple Music has something similar, but it's just not as pizzazz. It doesn't have the pizzazz mm. that, that Spotify has. So before we maybe, you know, mention a little bit about our Spotify wraps, here are some of the top performers from this year on Spotify wraps, both in Australia or is it all in Australia? Yeah, mostly, mostly, most of these categories that I have written is Australia and a couple of globals. Here is the most stream artist in Australia. Not Australia. Australia. In Australia. <laughs> in Australia. In Australia. In Australia. So, most stream artists in Australia. Taylor Swift, Drake, Ed Sheeran, The Weeknd, and Mr. West. The most streamed local artists in Australia. The Kid Leroy, The Wiggles, Hilltop Hoods, 
Vance, Joy, and Flume. Okay. Which I think that's pretty accurate. I think that's yeah. pretty accurate. Most streamed songs in Australia, As It Was by Harry Styles, Heat Waves by Glass Animals, Stay by The Kid Leroy, Cold Hearts. Is it Penau? Do you know how, how do you I say it? I don't know. P-N-A-U. I think it's Penau. Now, Nate, correct me. I, I said it wrong. Remix by Elton John. First and First Class by Jack Harlow. Okay, that might, that all makes sense. The most streamed local song in Australia is Stay by Kid Leroy again. Uh, mm-hmm. Cold Heart. A Glimpse of Us by Joji. Down Under by Lude. And Thousand Miles by Kid Leroy again. The most streamed album in Australia is Harry's House by Harry Styles. Equals by Ed Sheeran. Fuck Love 3, the deluxe, I think it was, uh, by Kid Leroy. Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. And Planet Her deluxe by Doja Cat. Nice, nice. And uh, the most streamed glo- artist globally is Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, Drake, Weekend, BTS. So it's interesting to see who's in that category for Australia mm. and who isn't. So we sub out Kanye globally for a BTS. And uh, it's interesting. Oh, no, Drake was there. But Bad Bunny is a lot more global than Australia, which makes total sense. Yeah. Makes yeah. total, total sense. Yeah, that one's a given. And... The most streamed songs globally was As It Was by Harry Styles, Stay by Kid Leroy, which is dope, Two Bad Bunny songs, and and Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Yeah, yeah. I missed that one. Now, final thing, and it's not music. I just wanted to mention it because, you know, we're going to make it onto this list next time. Yes, we are. Is the most popular podcast in Australia, which is The Joe Rogan Experience, ABC News Briefing, Case File, True Crime, The Inspired, Unemployed, and call the Call Her Daddy podcast. I've heard the really, really good things about most of those podcasts, so I need to actually go and give them a listen. I just hate jumping on the bandwagon with things, but if they're good, they're good for a reason. Fair enough, fair enough. But, you know, we're coming to bump all of them out of the spot. Yes, we oh. are, because we <laughs> already are. But just not actually, like, literally, like, what yeah. we are. Yeah. For sure. Does any of the artists and the names that... I mentioned surprise you. Nope, anyway. not at all. Okay, this is the this is the part I'm I'm excited for. Tell us about your <laughs> your raps, real quickly, real brief. What do you want to know? Just just break it down. What's your overall? How'd your overall raps go this year? As in your? As in what I'm listening to? Yes. Or my what artists? what you listen to? Not not your artist. Yeah, right. I was gonna say I'm not like airing out my my numbers. No no no. I I I have nothing to really talk about for for my artist one this year. I didn't really do. I didn't really drop that much. So I have nothing nothing regards to that. But, you know, I can talk about what I did listen to. And I listen to a lot. If you know me, I'd be listening. I'd be listening to freaking music. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know what the funniest part of mine was? What? My top artist was me. Yeah, my second was me. Like, you got to be your own fan. I, I actually saw a lot of artists posting this. Like, mm. their top artists were themselves. Right. And they're, like, laughing at themselves. Like. You know, you got to be your own fan. You got to be your biggest fan. I like listening to my songs because I'm like, every time I put it on, I'm like, like, fuck yeah, I did that. Yeah. You know, like I did that. Yeah. And my top streamed song was Not This Time by who? None other than me featuring Butu. So it's like, <laughs> you know, if you haven't checked out my songs, guys, go check them out. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I love my own songs and I, I make music that I would enjoy listening to as well. I love listening to my own music. And I think if you don't, there's a problem. But I'm my most streamed song. I mean, artist and song. Yeah. Fair enough. I found that funny, though, because that's never happened to me before. Yeah. 
is it is there anything else about your rap that was interesting that stood out yeah um i didn't like how they called me a little astronaut after telling me how many genres i explored uh i think my my love for afro beats and afro pop has really grown over the years and it was number three on my top genres which i thought was really cool yeah, I have been listening to a lot more podcasts this year than I, I did last year. And I wish, I wish it, there were more Aussie artists up there in my top five. But it was the only Aussie artists that were in my top five were myself and my good friend Loki, who was at number four. The rest were all uh, international. Like you had Carl Wolf, you had Omele, like they're international artists. I wish, I wish we had more, like I had more Australian taste I'm learning I'm learning to listen to a lot more Australian music especially through this podcast and it's not a chore like I actually really enjoy listening to the music so I'm hoping that continues and I see more next year. Cool. I was really excited for my rap this year but ultimately <laughs> I'm you know kind of disappointed in how it turned out. Not Spotify's fault. Uh, I'm just a little surprised at how my listening patterns turned out but you know what can you do? I, I listen to a lot. It's very broad. What I do like this year, however, is how my playlist turned out overall. Mm. I do like the 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 spread of of the songs. It definitely. I love all the songs that are on that playlist. Not there, there's not none of them are on there that's like just as a song I had to keep listening to. It's all songs that I wanted to keep listening to. And the other thing that I liked was my listening personality, which is the early adopter, which says I keep my finger on the pulse of new music, which is extremely accurate. That's very accurate. That's weirdly accurate. I don't remember what mine was. I didn't even write it down. My playlist was literally songs like going through it now, like every single song on there are songs that I played on repeat when I heard them. Like Love Yourself by Blessed. I'll listen to that seven times in a row. I love that song. Like I literally repeat that song over and over and over again. Like, yeah. Sin Fin by Romeo Santos, Justin Timberlake. Like, that was one of my top five songs as well. And that was a song that I literally put on repeat for at least two weeks when I first heard it. Mm -hmm. So, it's a good playlist. Like, oh, I love these songs. You know, I love when they put it it together in a playlist at the end for you. It's so cool. No, I I agree. One song that, you know, I I have on my top five was number three after my two songs that were one and two, which is Skyline by Khalid. Mm which I played like 15 times in a row when it came out. Yeah. But it's not going to be my my number one song this year Mm. because I realized that I love it because of the hook, but the verses are kind of underwhelming. Again, the more, even now when I listen to it. But stay tuned for our end of year list. That is definitely something that is coming soon and you'll get our real thoughts on who mine and lolly's favorite artists favorite songs least favorite artists or least favorite albums of the year all that that's coming coming in a couple weeks to to wrap up this year so definitely stay tuned for that this wrapped is you know it's cool it's personal but we're gonna give one for you that's that's gonna be really dope so looking forward to that looking forward me too but anyway Nice, nice, punchy, nice, quick episode mm-hmm. for you guys today. Uh, do you have anything else you would like to say or mention about your rap or anything before we leave? Yeah, I loved my music and I think you'd love it too. So if you haven't checked out my songs, go check them out. You can find me at Lolly on, that's a Lolly with an I, not a Y, L-O-double-L-I on Spotify. Go check me out on all streaming services. Go listen to my music. Thank you. 
And if you like my music, if, if you're curious about my music taste, you should definitely go check out some of my picks and Lolly's picks mm. on our Midnight Snack playlist. That's correct. Which is on Spotify. So make sure you go find that. It's updated every week. But anyway, that's going to do us. I am Rue, aka The Culture Black Kid. And I'm Lolly with an I, not a Y. Get it right. And this has been the tastiest podcast in Australia. Australia is the tastiest podcast. I said that already. I said it backwards and forwards. <laughs> The Midnight Snack Podcast. We are out. Peace. Peace. And my rumbling stomach that needs to be fed on the ASAP. Thanks. The Midnight Snack Podcast is hosted by Lolly and Rue and executive produced by AJ and Rennie of Midnight Group. Theme song and transition music by Midnight Sound. Be sure to follow us at MKS Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and DM us if you would like to suggest a topic or like your music to be possibly featured on the show. Make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, share and leave a review. It helps a lot. Stay tuned for future episodes every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Peace. Peace.